everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in The Four Keeps, Exodus, Part 4. Today is July 1st, 2019, and you are loved. And that is a very, very important thing that I think that everybody should, should know, is that you guys are loved. Uh, especially not just by us, but even if you don't believe in us, believe that someone out there does love you and, and supports you for who you are. Um, things to remember is that we do this show Monday, Tuesday, no longer Wednesdays, but Thursdays and Saturdays uh, moving forward here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. Uh, I don't think that our Saturday game is going to be at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, but all the other games are, so you can look forward to that. I'm still working out the specifics of Saturday to try and make sure that it is a fun day for all, because I'm going to have to try and be a community day. Um, and before I uh, get into my merch spiel, there's something that I wanted to talk about, which is uh, over the last week, week and a half, uh, the people struggles against uh, or with mental health as well as a lot of problems that we've seen kind of evolving around that have become very apparent to me. And I, I can't help but get mad. I get very upset when I see people's tales of mental anguish and, and troubles, not because it's like, oh, there's more people talking about this, but I get mad because I want to do something and I've never really known what I can do to help. But this month on July 27th, one week before Gen Con, we are going to be hosting a 12-hour tabletop uh, extravaganza fun time. Uh, I have already gotten in contact with some wonderful people who are actually willing to sponsor our charity event, including Wormwood Game, uh, Wormwood Academy, the same people that made our custom Kalem book have actually given us three of these uh, little hex, chase, uh, hex cases that are full of dice, tiny little dice, to give away as prizes uh, to help support that. I also kick-started uh, kick the Critical Role mini set and got uh, way more minis than I could ever paint myself, so I am also going to be giving away the entire Season 2 cast, minus Caduceus, but... Molly Mock is there, so if you are, uh, if you're a body who miss Molly, you gonna be there too. Uh, also included in that were the Kickstarter exclusive minis for all four variants of Pumat Soul, uh, and then we also have a bunch of other giveaway stuffs that are going to be taking place. So. Uh, again, that is going to be on July 27th. All the proceeds that we are going to be earning are going to be going to the Trevor Project, the Take This organization, as well as a new charity organization that I found out about this year called Tiny Changes, which helps out young Scottish children. Uh, as talking with Jen, I think it's bullshit that the sun is both up for multiple weeks on end, but in the winter, they don't really get the sun at all, so that you can see why that would cause some problems with the whole mental health thing. Uh, so I am going to be to be head, uh, spear running that, uh, that event on the 27th. So be sure to check your calendars. And if you want to participate, message me and we will get you in a game. Um, that is it for the, the talk about the charity event. So let's move on to something maybe a little bit more uplifting for people. Hey, buddy, did you know, my pointing was off, but did you know, I'm going to scoot over here, that 
we got merch. We got awesome merch that you can get from bit.ly slash adventure merch. We got the Gore Blast Stompfoot Gymnasium Tea and Tank. We have our, our 1920s disaster group on a mug. We got the Indoor Adventures mug. We got Blake Scars or Arjan Scars. We got posters right here full of all sorts of wonderful stuff. So if you are, I realize that's why it looks weird. It never switched, or maybe it did. I guess it just switched to a different form of the camera, but yes, you can find all of that merch and more at bit.ly slash adventure merch. Uh, and that is it for my merchy spiel. So, RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey everybody, I'm RJ, and I'm playing Caleb the Shatterkai Cleric. Hi, I'm LB Hack'em Up, and I'm playing Gwen the Halfling Barbarian. I am Arjan, I play... I am Cyber, and I play Arjan, the Dragonborn Blood Hunter. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> and I'm Wings. I'm playing Coriander, the Eldrin Paladin. And I'm Tyler. I'm guest starring as Damien, the Eldrin Wizard. Yes, and I am the Indoor Adventurer, and I shall be your Dungeon Master for the evening. Uh, so last we left off you guys had met up with damien outside of the forest leading into the uh the area that you know contains the ruins of the city formerly known as the hollow locks uh along the way you ended up realizing that the fire ghost that the acquisitionists had actually told you about was more of an overlay of autumn uh, as it seems like the Feywilds are actually encroaching in onto the material plane for uh, quite some time during the evening. You guys were able to then progress deeper into the woods leading up to the ruins, and along the way, Gwen, you ended up uh, suffering the effects of an evil eye from a creature known as a Fomorian, a disfigured Fey giant, uh, and after continuing on into the woods, you also encountered some red caps uh, that appeared to have formed a mild alliance, uh, possibly with the displacer beasts, as one uh, came at the call of a red cap and the two of them seemed to get away without any real issue. Uh, however, you guys were able to successfully clear out the group of red caps that were there previously and are standing uh, underneath a light rain in the woods. And Corey, you still have a heroism on you from uh, Arjan's casting. And I believe that's it. Everything else is accounted for. So what would you guys like to do? We, what time is it? Uh, at this point, it is about three in the afternoon, early midday. We should try and head deeper in and find a safe spot for the night. Yeah, all right. What is dragging her axe as she walks into the woods? What about this dryad? thing that we had seen previously uh yes uh this kind of what looked like a contorted dryad uh that one of these red caps had actually come out of previously so upon looking at it uh make a nature check to kind of Boy. get a sense of what was happening with it 
Corey's so good at these, you guys. Whoa, that was a natural 20. <laughs> That's right, Damien's still here. I've got someone to impress. So looking at it, you know, uh, just based on the overall lore of Redcaps, that they are they emerge from places where extreme suffering and bloodshed has taken place. So kind of lining up with what you've heard about the forest, you are fairly certain that this is kind of the perfect breeding place for these uh, more malicious kind of fae. And looking at this dryad and looking at what was inside of it, you see that the rings in the wood that actually would run on the inside look like they have these deep magenta colored gems that are kind of inlaid inside of it as well uh and much in the same way as a tree kind of grows over a rock uh it just seems to have kind of been formed around the wood of this dryad um and Taking a look at it, it seems like uh, this creature is hollowed out uh, and looked like it was actually being used to kind of house this red cap. Hmm. Can I, like, break off a couple of these gems? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, right. Yeah, you get a small handful of them. Are they the same gems? Sorry, are they the same gems that we've been seeing uh, on all the other creatures so far? Yes. They seem to be. Uh, they seem to be one and the same. I'm gonna break off three gems. I'm gonna hand one each to Arjan, Calum, and Damien. Okay. I'm starting to be quite concerned about these gems being in so many living creatures. He says, accepting it and also handing Corey the uh, the tent tarp, since she's still out in the rain dramatically will flip it around and then cocoon into it. Okay. All right. Uh, so the three uh, of you can make investigation checks or arcana checks if you would like. Thank you. Yes. Oh, that's like the 20. This wouldn't be fey, would it? Looking at it, you aren't getting any kind of sense of fey about this. Uh, about this crystal. I got a 15. I also got a 15. I got an 18. Okay, so looking at it, as you kind of adjust it to see more towards the light, you see that these crystals actually have the same kind of growth patterns that the inside of the tree has. It seems like there is just a layer of rings that are actually inside of this gem, almost like it was kind of formed out of the same material as the creature itself. I don't like the implications of that. If I go back to the deer hide and I look at the crystals on the deer hide, does it look like... It does look like the crystals were growing out of the deer, which is why you had previously uh, told Cybra to not eat the haunch. Oh, well, here's hoping they're not infectious. <laughs> like, yeah, drop the crystal. I I'm grew up around here. I wouldn't have... I haven't seen this before, have I? No, you have not. This is new. This isn't 
from this area, as far as I know. Would there be any... Is there any way to get an indication for how long it's been growing inside the uh, these creatures, inside the dryad and others? So you know that with dryads, uh, it is very difficult to kind of get a judge of how old they are based on the rings that are coming through it, uh, mostly because dryads maintain the same form. Uh, so regardless of how many rings they kind of have inside of them, it's it's so compressed that it can be very difficult to tell at times. Uh, but more... Calum, do you still have the haunch that has the crystal bits, or did you set that aside? I skinned the um, skin off the haunch. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so looking at... I'll say make a history check, Damien. And does anybody cool, cool, have cool, cool, cool. proficiency in jeweler's tools? Uh, you know, I just never pick that up. What you're looking for is a Janasi monk. That's fair. From a completely different game. I got a, a 10 on that history. Okay. Uh, so geology and crystalline structures weren't exactly your uh your forte when it came to learning about arcane history so kind of looking at this you're not exactly sure how best uh you could actually judge a length of time based off of the growth patterns on this crystal all right fair enough And neither Blake or uh, Arjan or I am getting a uh, uh, any fay off of these crystals. You are not. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it couldn't be from the Feywild. Not necessarily. I mean, Fomorians are from the Feywild and they're giants. Well, I, I doubt it's just a coincidence, these crystals and all the creatures here with the uh, the portal having been open for some amount of time. I just can't seem to place how they connect. You're telling me you don't know anything about these crystals? I have no idea. Hmm. I mean... I... What if, what if they don't? What if it's just coincidence? What if they don't? Uh, I mean... I don't really believe in coincidences. I can give it a look tonight. See if the library has anything on it. Do some research. Yeah. The library? Long story. Oh, do tell. We have a long walk ahead of us. I look over at Cory and mouth, help me. (laughs) (laughs) Cory runs at you. All right. I'll give partial explanations. Sorry. That's fine. I was going to say, there is also uh, I, 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 the body of all of these red caps that are kind of littered about. 
Uh, did you guys want to do anything particularly with those? As you had noticed that in their eyes as well were these deep, uh, deep magenta colored crystals. Is there any like, is, is there any like Kaelin, uh something that we that we do? Like, if somebody dies, are we supposed to like bury them or? Well, people don't normally die in the Feywild, so. Mm, not really yeah, sure. But red caps also exist, so yeah, and people need to be protected. So it's true. So do you give a proper burial to the red caps? I don't know. Is that something that's in my job description? <laughs> Am I supposed to do that? Not necessarily. You're more of a peacekeeper, so when it comes to things uh, being in post mortem, it's kind of up to uh, the discretion of the Kalen. Okay. I, I think what I'll do is I'll stake a, a cap to the tree. Um, I'll take one of their sickles and just like jam it into a dead tree somewhere so I don't offend any dryads. Um, <laughs> as Just sort of as a warning to both red caps and people who would be hurt by red caps. Okay. Yeah, sounds we should good. Tell me about this this uh this library, both as a as a character and a player. Um, I'm not as familiar. Oh well, you see, uh, when I trance, um, I go to a library in my head. And sometimes there's useful information there. Sometimes there's not. There used to be useful information in there, but then the crows took it all away. Whoa. Ravens, Caitlin. Ravens. They weren't crows. There is a significant dis difference. They're big boys. Ravens are big. And you can use this library to do research? Well, yeah, for the most part. Acid. Their information hasn't been, like, too wrong. So I figure it's alright. I would love to learn more. Are we going? Yeah. Yes. We'll We're say that you talking. guys are having this walking conversation on the way. Yeah. Walking and talking. Talking and walking. Gwen, Gwen walks faster than all you guys now, right? Mm -hmm. Speed well, is currently five foot. Oh, one that's her, right. Yeah, one of her knees is backwards at the. Oh, that's right. Gwen is way behind you guys, just dragging her axe. Thankfully, oh, you guys have along. a cart and a horse, and a dog, and <laughs> your wolf. Okay, strike that. Gwen is just like hanging, like she does when she's hungover, just over the back of Cybra. Arms on the ground. One of them's dragging because it's that long now. <laughs> she's just got her face kind of in the fur. Uh, one eye just staring at the ground. Mm hmm. Coriander's kind of pillow forwarded into the cart mm -hmm. with the tent tarp. Okay. Uh, and uh, Damien's trying to keep a good good look around since we've already run into a few unsavory creatures. He wants to keep a good lookout. I'm sure we won't find any more. All right. Uh, make a perception check. Sure thing. 
That is an 11. Okay. Uh, so looking around, the only thing that you're really noticing is that there seems to be more... It seems like there is a increase in webs as you guys go further into the woods. It seems like in the upper canopies of the trees, there seems to be more of these kind of sticky webs, as well as those same kind of hash marks that the red caps had left uh, when swinging from tree to tree with their uh, large sickles. Keep my eyes in the sky. Indoor, please. No. Uh, yeah, so you guys uh, make your way until it gets pretty pretty late in the day at this point. Uh, and it's roughly around dinner time. Are you guys planning on stopping, continuing on? You know that you still have at least two more days uh, before you actually get to the ruins. Well, well, we might as well rest while we can. Mm-hmm. The rain letting up at all? It has a little bit, and as you guys have gone deeper into the woods, uh, there has definitely been a lessening in rainfall that actually is able would, to make it. Would, would Corey be taking acid damage? She still would be, yes. Very minimal, but she would still be taking damage. Heroism. Okay. <laughs> And we can call your guys' traveling uh, a short rest if you would like. So feel free to spend hit die, regain abilities if you have them. I very much would. Cool. Yeah, and uh, as you continue on through the woods, you eventually find a spot uh, where you feel like you could safely set up camp. It sounds like a good idea. It's in a small little grove, uh, just a circle of trees, but it seems open enough that you could at least kind of wheel your cart into uh, and have a spot to light a campfire if you go if you guys so choose. Uh, Corey, whenever you were encountering the dark star you didn't see any of these like crystal things did you no no i don't think so just black worms and creatures made of them okay because i'm thinking this is where uh stem said that like uh <laughs> he got the sail from yeah, he got the soil from uh, w with the the blight worms and everything, right? the, where the forest burned down and everything. So if the dark star was already here, this is where it would be. Perhaps, maybe this is the next stage in its metamorphosis. We can't know for sure until we've actually encountered it. We could guess all all we like. I don't think we're going to solve any mysteries, as it were, until we've got all of the pieces of the puzzle. Uh, 
I don't like not knowing. There's a lot of things we don't know in life. That's it. That's the only conversation I wanted to have. Sure, sure. Uh, Calum's helping out Gwen. Not fussing over her, but like, what's it? She'll reach for something and like scoot it a little bit closer or like... I think Gwen is gonna just curl up and try and go to sleep <laughs> as soon as we stop. Okay. And anytime Calum like does that, she's gonna like snatch it, like make eye contact with him, like thank you, but I'm angry, and <laughs> go to sleep. Just throw a cloak over her. Okay. Sounds good. So, uh, who is going to be taking first watch then? Uh, as typically that had fallen under Corey and Gwen, but Gwen, you said that you were just passing the fuck out as soon as you got in. I'll take She's depressed watch. sleeping. Damien can join you. Although he, he does want to find a nice dry spot and uh, start preparing spells for tomorrow to include remove curse. <clears throat> uh, if no dry spot is available, uh, we, we've taken a short rest before yeah. this, right? Yeah. Destroy water. A dry, a dry spot is available. I, I imagine Arjan sets up a nice dress spot for Coriander to take her watch. She, like, settles in, and then Damien just gets all cozy right next to her. Because, you know, it's the only dry spot. Yeah. It's a nice, like, 30 square foot. Yeah. 30 square feet is not enough. <laughs> Is it tomorrow that's the full moon? Or the day after? Because uh, I remember going be, in that it was... It would be the day, day after. Okay. Hmm. It's never concerning when we're keeping track of the phases of the moon. It's for I a know. shield. Don't it's my shield. weird. I don't know. Just saying. It's like something out of this world's about to happen. Hey. 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 Okay. I, I take my watch. Okay. Aren't you supposed to be looking at your books? <laughs> he he's like literally looking at his book while you say that. <laughs> well, yes, that's what I'm doing. But I'll, I'm more than happy to help you keep watch. No, no, you should prepare your spells. I can keep watch just fine. I'm, I'm sorry if I came off rude earlier. It wasn't my intention. I think regardless of your intentions... Oh. Well, we don't have much control over how we come across. Well, needless to say, I'm sorry about everything that's happened. It's not and, your fault. And if, uh, well, if I could have chosen anyone to help me close this portal, 
I'm sure you'd be on a list somewhere. You have quite a way with words, Damien. And he's going to prepare his spells for tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Corey, make a perception check. And, Damien, you can make a perception check with disadvantage. Mine is a 16. 17. Okay. So, uh, you guys see, as you are taking watch and kind of just looking about uh, the campfire, that... As you are talking, you see what look to be kind of almost like the air seems to glint ever so slightly above Arjan, Calum, and Gwen. And as the as you guys are actually looking and watching this, you see that the shimmering almost seems to go slack for a brief second. And then with a very quick jut up, uh Arjan, Calum, and Gwen are actually lifted up off of the ground and are currently being, uh, as your eyes follow, you look up into the trees and you see these bipedal purple, almost looking humanoid forms, but they seem to have uh, more spider-like faces on them. And they are holding the ends of this silvered thread and are currently uh, garroting uh, three of your friends. You have I... just enough time, uh, the both of you, upon seeing this, to look up and realize that there is a garrote that is coming for uh, the two of you, and you are able to currently dodge out of the way. But I'm going to need everybody to roll with initiatives. Do I have any idea what these things are? Uh, make a history or a nature check. Okay. And I as well. Yes. I'm going to do a history check first. Uh, is there any penalty to the initiative rolls since we were taking a big snoozle? Uh, there is not going to be because you've woken up from your big snoozle with this current, uh, with this garrote around your neck. 14. Okay. On my history. 17 on my history. Okay, so 14 uh, and 17 is enough. You would know that these creatures are called edder caps. Uh, okay. And they are, they exist either in the Underdark or typically in the more dark recesses of the Autumn Isles and of the Winter Isles. So. Damn. Yeah, damn indeed. Big old damn. Okay, so Corey, what'd you get for initiative? It's going to be a 17. Okay. Five. Okay. Gwen. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear roll initiative. Oh, God. I'm throwing dice everywhere. <laughs> 14 plus one, 15. Okay. You are going to be rolling at disadvantage still because of uh, the... That was my first... Yeah, that was my first yep. number. Okay. Why won't you let us sleep? <laughs> All right, so what'd you get? 14? 15. Got it. Damien, what'd you get? 15. 15. Arjan, what'd you get? Also 15. Shit, okay. So, let's 
sounds good. That's good. So at the top of the round, uh, Corey, you and uh, now all of you also begin to hear uh, a set of uh, cackles that seem to be coming from off in the brush. And the brush is being quickly uh, kind of shown aside as well uh, as jumping out of a fern that is more kind of placed up at the shadows of your camp. You see that there are these two red caps that are riding on the back of one of these six-legged tentacle-backed cats that you had seen previously. And they jump in to the fray as well. Uh, but that is all that that is going to be able to do for its turn. So, Corey, it is now your go. And you currently see that there are uh, five of these figures up in the trees. And then there are the two red caps and the one displacer beast. Can I identify which one has got Arjon? Yes, you can. Very easily. All right. Okay, I'm going to cast... Um, I have one spell slot left. It's a second level spell slot. I was saving it for Damien. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the Edder Cap that has Arjon. Okay. Um, and he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, Goal good. is 14. Uh, he got a three on the die. Cool. All right, so... Well, but, okay. Um, <laughs> when a creature enters the spell area for the first time or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. It must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage. Um, oh, he wasn't supposed to make it until his turn. Okay. Um, on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. And I can choose to move it 60 feet in any direction. Essentially, um, it... I, I, we ruled this wrong in the past. Um, it, I, I pick a five foot square and then it basically makes a beam of light um, that goes 40 feet up directly. It's a, a cylinder. Okay. So I, I'm basically picking a spot right underneath the edder cap and I'm trying to hit him with that. Yeah, sure. Um, and I guess that won't hurt him until his turn. How high up in the air is everybody? <laughs> Uh, they are currently only about 10 feet up in the air. 10 feet up in the air. Could I possibly, like, jump and try to use my sword to cut one of these lines? I will say yes. Okay, I'm gonna do that for Caleb. Then. Okay. So, should I make an attack? Uh, yes, uh, make an attack roll. Okay. Uh, that is gonna be a... 24. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Yeah, uh, so roll for damage. Okay. Um, 12 slashing damage. Oh yeah, no, so as your sword sinks through uh, the garret that was currently keeping Calum held up aloft, he's freed from, uh, from this horrible situation that he has found himself in, but uh, Caleb, I'm going to need you to make a athletics check as you land on the ground. 
Here's where I break every bone in my body. <clears throat> Eight. All right, you are going to be taking five points of bludgeoning damage as you fall to the ground. Also, question, is it still raining? Uh, yes, it is. All right, I no longer have heroism on me because that's only a one-minute spell. Okay. Um, how much damage should I have four taken points in the of beginning acid. of the turn? Okay, coo, 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 coo. We got it. Good to go. Okay. So then next up uh, is Gwen, Damien, and Arjan. So what is your guys' order on this? Plus three. Oh, yeah, no. Gwen is not that dexterous one. All right, so Arjan, Damien, Gwen. Okay, uh, Arjan's Garrett, right? Yes. Uh, which uh, I believe... So, at the start of its next turn, uh, make a, fuck, okay. So make a strength check, or as an action, you can make a strength check, because you're currently restrained. Uh, wait, restrained, yeah. what is that? Well, he's in D&D &D Beyond, I'll <laughs> figure out what that does. Restrain means that I cannot. I speed is zero, which means I can't touch Corey. No. My attack rolls have disadvantage, and I have. Okay, so yeah, I definitely want to get out of this. And this is my action. Yes. Fuck me. Natural 20. Okay. Damn. Just use those dragon claws, slash up the webs. You are no longer restrained. Uh, and with your nat 20, you just. You're a big dragonborn like being 10 feet up for you is like that's like a three foot drop tops and you got your tail to help balance so you're fine yeah so i like search search this away off of this thing um okay and i like well that was my action okay okay you still um, have bonus action Grab my crossbow and light it. Okay. Sounds good. Next up, Damien. All right. So there's Wait, still was, the. Was Gwen on that turn? Gwen is, but she goes after Damien because it's yeah, yeah. Arjun, okay, Damien, Gwen. Sorry. It's alphabetical, sorry, sorry. so it's easier to remember. I, I'm always skipping LB, so I'm all like, <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> Thank you. Um, So there's uh, the three other caps, or how many are. There in the trees. There are five still, total. Five total. One still holding Gwen. Uh, the other two have dropped, um, and they're only ten feet up. But mm -hmm. are they within thirty feet of me? Yes. Cool. Then I'm going to face step up to the one that's holding Gwen. Okay. Um, and it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. I think that's a natural one. He, oh, yeah. It is frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so expect it, that to do what it will. Uh, and then are there are any of the other of these editor caps um, close by in the tree or are they like in separate trees they were each in separate trees but you can see that uh on your side 
of this enclosure uh, is uh, there are three of these edder caps, and you guys are all about 25 feet up in the actual trees themselves. Uh, and then across the way by about 15 feet is the uh, are the other two edder caps. Okay. Um, well, I'm pretty sure if I attack the one that I just frightened, it doesn't stop being frightened of me, so I'm just going to go ahead and do that. Um... So I'm going to shock and grasp, grasp it. Okay. Uh, it wouldn't have to be wearing metal armor, would it? No, it is not. It does not look like it is yeah. wearing any armor. Crazy how nature does that. Uh, that's a 10. Okay. Uh, 10 does not hit. I keep on rolling the bad dice. Do not roll the bad dice, okay. guys. And Gwen, what would you like to do? Uh, you are currently still being uh, lifted up by the uh, this edder cap, and two, uh, these two red caps, as all, as well as the displacer beast, have jumped into the fray beneath you. I my condition is restrained, correct? Correct. Okay, so I have feral instinct. Uh, if you are surprised at the beginning of combat, but not incapacitated. You can act normally on your first turn. Does that mean I'm don't roll a disadvantages yep. and stuff? What does that mean? Oh, cool. Except for I roll a disadvantages for stuff, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a thing. Uh, so Gwen is uh, the um, the other El Eldrin is attacking the guy who's got me. Yes. Okay, but there are two displacer beasts below me. With things, There's just one. one displacer beast, two red caps below you. Are they? Are we in a heavily wooded area? You are. Um, what I would like to do, uh, is uh, rage, and then uh, because I have to do that, and then I would like to throw the sun forger if I have it. Would I have it? You never recalled it, and you know that the Sun Forger's abilities recharge every dawn. Every dawn, okay. Um, so then, do I? Ha well, I guess the, my question is, do I have any weapons on me because you I was sleeping? Gwen sleeps with weapons on her. <laughs> Let's not be ridiculous here. Let's <laughs> not be ridiculous. Okay, she'll uh, whip out the runt axe and try and free herself. Okay. So I am rolling at disadvantage. Right. Reckless. If you're what? reckless, it's flat. Okay. <laughs> I would like to recklessly attack this thing that's holding me. Not the creature, mind you. Yeah, the web. I don't think I can reach that. Yeah. Uh, that's 17. Oh, 17 hits. Most certainly. And uh, I do uh, 10 damage to it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you managed to cut yourself free from this webbing. You are going to be falling to the ground. I need you to make an athletics check. It is going to be a disadvantage because your legs are still weird. Mm-hmm. Do I? But it's a, it's a straight. Yeah. Because I'm raging. Gosh, there's all this stuff I have to cut, keep track of now. <laughs> Uh, that's a dirty 20. All right, yeah. So uh, you are only going to be taking three points of bludgeoning damage, which, because you're raging, is then halved down uh, to just one. So you take one point of damage from all of that. I landed on my toe. 
it's a stubby toe uh so that was your bonus action so now it is these creatures and one of them uh the one that had been holding you gwen is going to try and run away as fast as it can from damien uh it does not like the fact that you have just kind of invaded its space so it is going to be running um you can make an attack of opportunity if you would like but that would be using your reaction i would not like to waste my reaction on a dagger stab got it all right so uh then next up are the uh two other editor caps that were up there with their friend they do not seem to have uh suffered the same effects of fear so they are actually going to climb through the trees over to you and are going to make the attempt to try and strike out against you one started its turn in a beam of moonlight and needs to take damage yes Wait, the... Yeah, that was the one that was holding Caleb. Uh, Arjan. Oh, that was holding Arjan, and you said it was a disadvantage? Um, it... Like, I... Technically, it was supposed to make its, um, save at the beginning of its turn. Okay. Yeah, so it's still... Um, it is one of the... It was one of the three that was on that side. So it is still the start right. of its turn. Yeah. Uh, it rolled right. a... Let's see... That is a 17? Yes, a 17 would make it. Okay. All right, so does it still take So it takes half damage. Yeah. Um, it'll be 10 radiant damage. All righty. Oof. At and half or full? Moonlight, uh, ten, uh, sorry, ten, a half of 10 is five. Okay. Five! Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sorry! Whoa. A little exciting. I I, uh, I know. But he, he could possibly take 10. It's 2d10. But, um, yeah. It's, a, it's just a, a, a dim beam of moonlight that comes down from the sky, and uh, starting his turn there, uh, these... You don't like it. White ...flames just start licking up his sides. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, then, Damien, you are going to get two of these creatures assailing you. Uh, one is going to get a, uh, 19 to hit with its claws. Yeah, 19 will hit. Okay, so... I'm, I'm also assuming, uh, I had put on mage armor earlier in the day, and I think it's probably been more than eight hours since then. Yes. So you're going to take six points of, uh, slashing damage from the claw, and then it is going to bring itself in and try and bite you. Uh, and it is going to get a 23 to hit on the bite. That'll hit too. Okay. Um, as it as it claws me, uh, this faint ward that's been uh, covering me pretty much all day kind of bursts uh, as it absorbs all of that damage. Nice. All right. So then you, from the bite, you are going to be taking nine points of piercing damage. Ouch. And then you are also going to be taking eight points of poison damage. And really I need hurts. you to make a constitution save. I'm, I'm rolling really well tonight, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's six. All right, so you are going to be poisoned for, up, uh, for the next minute. Yay! And you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns, which is good. Uh, so then the second Edder Cap is going to scramble over towards you and is going to try and attack you as well. 
Uh, a 19 for a claw. Yep. yep. Okay. And that is going to be for eight points of slashing damage. Sweet. And then it is going to try and push you as you are currently roughly 30 feet up in the trees. Sure am. So make a strength check. Cool. Or, yeah, strength or uh, athletics or acrobatics. The one I was looking for. Uh, I was in that one. <laughs> I got uh, it too. So, you can, <laughs> so it, it goes to push out at you and manages to do so. It is actually successful, but it seems like it is using its back little... Uh, kind of uh, bifurcated claws to hold on to this branch as its footing doesn't exactly look the most stable, but it does manage to push you. So you it's are... It's like two geriatrics. Caleb's gonna struggling. snap his fingers as Damien's falling and cast Featherfall on him. You've beaten me to my own punchline. Okay. Yeah, so Damien, you, uh, you suffer in quotes the effects of a feather fall spell and uh do not take any damages you come down i was to going camp. to do that you need your spell slots more than i do fair enough uh and then the other two that were on the opposite side of this encounter are actually going to begin crawling down uh and make their way over to the cart to try and attack out at you guys uh, specifically, they are going to be attacking, uh, they would be attacking Corey and Arjan. Because Corey has made things quite, uh, annoying for them. Uh, but that is a nine, and then does a 19 hit? Coriander? Yes. Just barely. Okay, so that is going to be... Oh, that D4 is gone forever. Uh, that is going to be for six points of slashing damage. Until you find it under your foot someday, which I negate by three. Okay, so you take, yeah, very minimal. Uh, and then Arjan, you are going to get a bite against you, and that is a crit on the bite. So Cool. Good. I take it back. I need my spell slots more than you do, Damien. Ooh. Okay. Subtract nine from that. From the crit? Yeah. Well, no, from the okay. damage. Got it. That is going to be ten points of piercing damage. Reduced to one. And then ten points of poison damage. Reduced to one. <laughs> nah. Alright, and then I need you to make a constitution save. Alright. Oh. So you're going to be poisoned for the next minute, and then is wait. You're within ten feet of me. Plus three. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen actually saves out of it. You're good. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Buzz kill. All right, and then kill the buzz. <laughs> kill that buzz. Uh, and then it is going to get a modified twenty to slash at you with its claws. Uh huh. And that is going to be for nine points of slashing damage. Okay. Gonna love all these fifth level features just being all like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> all right. 
So next up are the red caps. Uh, and they look through combat and see once again uh one of them actually seems to like whisper over at the other and they both point at you Corey, uh as you had made yourself very known uh to one of these red caps not er uh earlier in the day uh and then the other is actually going to look towards gwen uh and give a like uh, almost like a Babe Ruth style point towards you and he gears himself up and is going to rush towards you in an attempt to uh, kick you with his large boots. Okay. Alright, so that is... <laughs> uh, actually, you must succeed on a deck save. Okay. within 10 feet of me? I... She would be. Yeah, um, I do get advantage against effects, deck space effects that I can see. Yes. Which do I have disadvantage? Yes. So it flattens just out. Yep. Yeah, I'd be so good at this shit normally. <laughs> plus three. Plus three, yeah. Ooh, girl. Okay. Uh, that's a plus three is a 19. Okay. So, yeah, you are fine. It goes to try and kick out at you, but completely whiffs. You manage to kind of just bend backwards. Uh, and then, Can I just catch his foot? <laughs> yeah. We'll say that he, you just catch his foot right there, and he's just kind of like one foot up hopping, doesn't really know uh, what to do about this. Uh, and then uh, the other is going to run and try and kick out towards you, Corey. I need you to make a dexterity save. This is fine. 21. Okay. Yeah, so it tries to kick out at you as well, but it does not seem uh, to actually find purchase with its kicks. Uh, so next up, Caleb, what would you like to do? One second. I need more dice. Oh. <laughs> what? Hey, listen, fourth level spells are a fucking blast. Ooh, what are you casting? Oh, shit. Hold the phone. All right, what are you casting at? Actually, I'm going to cast Command at fourth level, targeting says three people, four people. Four people. So I'm going to target... All four of the Edder Caps. Okay. And... He'll point down at the ground and yell, fall. Okay. Uh, and what does command do? Uh, they'll have, on their turns, they have to do their best to follow that command, taking up their entire turn. Okay. And if it is a self-harming action? If it's a self-harming action, then they... Uh, no effect to the target is undead. Does not say. command. The target must succeed as wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. Spell has no effect if it's undead, doesn't understand your language, or if the command is directly harmful to it. Okay, so not fall, but like. Grovel or kneel. Grovel. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Bend. wisdom save 14. 
Okay. And uh, the spell has no effect if it doesn't speak your language. Oh, shit. Uh, if it doesn't understand your language. Yeah, so yeah. as you command them all to fall, yep. you feel the magic just kind of extend out and wash over them, but they okay. don't seem to register that ability at all. Womp womp. Scrambles over to my pack, grabs the snake staff, bonus action. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I don't know what these things are! They won't do what I say. So, then next... They can't understand you! Uh, is the Displacer Beast. Uh, and as it snarls and looks around, it makes eye contact with you, Gwen, as you, in its eyes, seem like the smallest snack that it could possibly get away with taking. Uh, so it is going to rush over to you, and it looks very odd with these six cat-like appendages that are all just shuffling on the side. And as you watch it come towards you, it's not necessarily moving in a direct line. It's almost like as you're watching it, your eyes are trying to force you to look away from the creature as it approaches. Uh, and when it gets right up to you, you see it reach out with a paw upwards, looking like it's going to strike you, but these two tendrils whip out from its back and actually go to strike you uh, that way. So, that is a modified 20? Yep. Okay, so you are going to be taking 10 points of bludgeoning damage and 2 points of piercing damage. And then a modified 21 as well on the second hit that it has mm -hmm. uh, for nine points of bludgeoning and then one point of piercing. Uh, as it seems like the ends of these tendrils actually, much in the same way that a cat has like those weird barbs on its tongue, imagine those, but actually spiny and able to attack people with. Uh, so <laughs> that is it for its turn. Corey, it is your go. Okay, so um, the red cap is still mounted on the displacer beast? No, the red caps have gotten off and tried to actually attack you guys, but weren't able to with their boots. Bummer. Um, Alright, as an action, I can move the moonbeam. That you can't. What? That you that can. I can. Sorry, I thought you said no you can't, and I was all like, fight me! <laughs> I am! But you're moving the moonbeam anyways! <laughs> That's literally what this is. We're an initiative. Um, mm -mm -mm -mm. I could do that. And it might be a good idea if I could hit more than one person with it. But I can't. So here's what I'm going to do. We had a short rest. You did. How many fey are within 30 feet of me? Uh, you see... You would judge at least the red caps. Uh, the Displacer Beast is kind of a point of contention, but you're fairly certain that this would work? Okay. Um, I'm going to put myself as close to the Edder Caps as possible, I suppose, since they're the only... Or not the Edder Cap. Are the Edder Caps fey? Are they the are not. The Red Caps The Red Caps The Red are. Caps are fey, for sure. Okay, I'm going to get as close to the red caps as possible, and I'm going to produce my holy symbol and say, Just get out of here! This is, this is madness! Leave! Um, and they have to roll a wisdom check 
Okay. Uh, the highest they got was a 13. 13? Yes. That does not make it. Okay. So they're turned. Yes. They're going to be hauling ass on their turn. I am the lower Kalen of the fallen leaves and I am done with this shit! That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> got it. All right, so next up is Arjan, then Damien, then Gwen. Oh, sorry. Corey Heroism. has taken three points of acid damage. We all remembered at the same time. <laughs> Uh, so next turn you'll get two temporary hit points. That doesn't help you now. And that's my last spell slot. And my action. Uh, I have an editor cap right on me, don't I? Yes, you do. Put up the crossbow with light my claws. Or, no, sorry. The Edder Cap wouldn't have come down onto you. You have a Red Cap uh, that is uh, near you. All of the Edder Caps are still up in the trees. I still got something right on me, so I'm putting up the crossbow lighting up my claws. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so... That's it. That was it for yours. Damien, it is your go. You have currently fallen, not painfully, several dozen of feet out of the tree right um so i i was falling or have fallen how many of them of the other caps in the trees could have i gotten in a five five foot line uh if you were still up in the trees you'd be able to get at least two of them where you are right now you would be able to get one i mean there there were the two that were attacking me though right yeah like, right next to me mm -hmm. am i able to like move a few feet over so that i can get a, a line on both of them i'll say sure because you're shooting from the ground you're able to easier yeah. uh, angle yourself cool well then i will scurry to that position and they need to make uh dexterity saving throws as i cast lightning bolt at them okay uh one of them got a 16 uh the other got an 11 cool the 16 passes Um, four, eight, 13, 17, 19, 24, 29, 32 lightning damage for that. Ooh. Oh my god. Just pulls out his rod and a massive, like, hundred foot long uh bolt of lightning streaks out uh striking them and it actually i think sets on fire anything flammable although it has been raining it has been raining very heavily so luckily the uh the tinder wood of the forest does not catch as your bolt of lightning just shoots out into the night sky is that the only thing his rod shoots out way got him way <laughs> All right, do you have a bonus action? I wish I did. Sure did. Okay, next up, Gwen. 
All right, Gwen's got this fucking thing on her. Yes. She is going to try to attack it. Okay. Make an insight so, check. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's, that's, um, it's a seven. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's just, like, Corey pulled out her holy symbol and demanded, uh, to earn some respect, but you believe that the best way to, uh, you know, gain respect from tiny fae creatures like this is usually with the axe. You know, plus sometimes, like, Corey says something and Gwen just stops listening because it's about, like, no, her she heard God something Coraline, something, something. Yeah, right. I don't know. She grabbed her holy symbol. That's all I needed. It's fine. Uh, so uh, Gwen would like to grapple it if she can. Okay. Uh, straight roll. Uh, for you, yes, it is going to be a straight roll. Okay. It got a twelve. Ooh, I got a fifteen on the dice. Okay, it has been grappled. Uh, yeah, Gwen's just gonna, like, grab, or she's gonna jump on its back, basically, and, like, put her axe up to its neck, or, like, the, the handle of it, mm -hmm. so she's, like, holding it like that. Okay. Crushing its windpipe! Windpipe! Alright, so, that was it for you. Next up are all of the editor caps that are currently up in the trees uh the two that got blasted by this lightning bolt you just hear them kind of uh shriek a little bit and then you just watch their forms recede into the trees they seem to want nothing to do with the dude who just blasted them with lightning uh and the two on the other side of the canopy are actually going to climb down the sides of the trees putting them next to Cory and uh arjan and they are going to try and swipe out against the two of them uh so Cory, a two does not hit you uh but i am going to guess that a 23 does yep okay so this is the bite so you will be taking Boot, boot, boot. Uh, 10 points of piercing damage. Negate by three. And then six points of poison damage. All right. And then... Hmm? I, nothing. Go okay. Ahead. And then the one against Arjong. Uh, That is a modified 20 to hit. So with the claws... Okay. Uh, for, uh, sorry, wrong dice. Claws are these ones. Minus seven. Okay. Uh, that is all of the damage from the claws. Absorbed. Uh, and then it is going to try and bite out against you. Uh, but it does not. It rolled a nine on the die. Uh, okay, I rolled a 12 for my concentration check. Okay. So. Oh shit, yeah, I'm supposed to be concentrating as well. Alright. So, was I, I able to... I rolled a seven, uh, so there goes the moonbeam. Was I able to uh, Oh save, wait, no, my um... constitution is plus five. Never mind. Okay. I've got a twelve. The moonbeam is still here. Sorry, continue what you were saying. I, I rolled a fifteen to save from the poison that had yeah. me last time. poison's ended for you. That saves. Yeah. Should I be saving against yeah. poison? For having been bit, I believe you passed it the first time. She passed. Oh, it. you you don't need to do. Okay. No. No, you're immune afterwards. Yes. That's right. Okay. Just Carry a on. Singular bite. 
Uh, and then that is it for their turn. So next up is going to be the red caps. And they're both afraid. So one of them is going uh, to look at you, Corey, and just kind of like, it swears in Sylvan under its breath. And then you see it rush over to the Displacer Beast and actually hop onto it. Uh, and with a quick giddy up and slap on its side, they are going to uh, try and move. The one that I'm grappling? Not that one. Because there oh. are two. Yeah, there was one that was on Arjan, and that was the one that is currently trying to get the fuck out. But Arjan, if you would like to do anything about that, you certainly can. Why? As a matter of fact, I would. Now that I said that very sassily, this is going to miss. It's a natural one. (laughs) Yeah, that'll miss. So it just seems to leave... uh just without even recognizing that you have tried to swipe against it. And it hops onto the back of the Displacer Beast and looks like it is getting ready to go. Calum, what would you like to do? They're leaving. We're being accosted by Edder Caps. Guiding Volt on the Edder Cap next to Coriander. Okay. Uh, 18? An 18 will hit. Roll for damage. Uh, 2, 4, 6, 12, 12, 18, 18, 22, 22, 25 points of lightning damage. Ooh, shit. Okay. And whoever hits it gets advantage next. Okay. Sounds good. I'm all out of level three spells, guys. All right. That's it for you. Then next up is this Displacer Beast, uh, which is going to turn tail with this uh, red cap on it and just book it. Just leaving the other one for dead, seeing as how it is currently being held by Gwen. Uh... Oh yeah, that one would have, I guess, tried to struggle out against you, Gwen, as it's, again, V-scared. It's cocked. So it got a nine? 24. Okay, yeah. No, he is... He's not going anywhere. Uh, But Mm. his friend doesn't really seem to consider them friends in this very moment. Uh, So hopping on the back of the Displacer Beast, the two of them rush off into the brushes once more. Uh, leaving in this grove only two Edder Caps and one Red Cap left. Uh, so then next up, Corey, it is your turn. You still have the Moonbeam. Okay. Um, Gwen is still... Holding like, it, yeah. Wrestling a, a Displacer Beast? I'm uh, not a Displacer Beast. He is ras- she is wrestling an Edder Cap currently. The Displacer an Beast, edder- or not an Edder Cap, a Red Cap. Sorry. A red the... cap. Sorry, there's two capped yes. capped things. Okay, I have a question. Is yes. the Edder Cap um, considered being within the same five feet foot square as Gwen, or are they mechanically in two different squares? Okay, because I can be in the same square as another creature, but I thought I um I thought I was on the displacer beast. You were, uh, the Displacer Beast had come up on you to attack. You had used your grapple check to grab a red cap as they were a tiny little fighty boy. 
who was feeling scared from the uh, effects of Corey. And then uh, there are two Edder caps. One is on Arjan, one is on Corey. Uh, there were two red caps. One of them hopped on the Displacer Beast, and then the red cap and the Displacer Beast both left, leaving uh, the two Edder caps, one on Arjan, one on Corey, as well as the red cap that is currently being held by Gwen. Two Edder caps and a red cap. Is the yes. red cap in Gwen's square? Yes. I'm going to move that moonbeam onto the Edder cap that is on Arjan. Okay. Um, and at the beginning of his turn, he'll make a save. And then I'm going to face step next to the red cap. And it has to make a wisdom save, I think. Um, so I'm, I'm coming up with this 19. on the fly. So. A 19? Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to charm him, and it does not work. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and it I'm, it very oof. much does not want to be near you. It's giving you a very... Stop resisting! Stop! Stop resisting! <sighs> Just stop it! Stop! <laughs> and you hear it hiss towards you as well. <laughs> All right. She, she's saying that in Sylvan to him, and it's not working. He does Whee! not want it. Uh, so then next up is Arjun, Damien, and Gwen. Uh, on Arjun right now, it's an Eddercap cap that's currently yes. moonbeamed. Yes. Is it? There's nothing else within five feet of that, right? No. All right. Seems like perfect thing to take two claw attacks on. Okay. Uh, 22. That'll hit. Uh, uh, this was the one that you guiding vaulted, Caleb? No, I guiding vaulted the one next to Corey. Got it. Uh, what about a 10? 10 does not hit. What was the damage that you got on the first guy? I did not roll for damage yet. Okay. Uh, that's a d4. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be two point, uh, sorry, three points of slashing damage and two points of fire damage. Okay. Sounds good. That was an action, uh, bonus action. Uh, can I make an offhand attack? Yeah. Just with with claw. Mm -hmm. uh, I keep forgetting. Do I modify the? Do I add the attack bonus or the damage bonus? You add the attack bonus, but not the damage bonus. Okay. Will a seventeen plus four twenty one hit? Yes. Uh, two points of slashing damage two points of fire damage okay yeah it shrieks it does not like uh it does not like fire at all so then next up damien what would you like to do uh damien's gonna be just cursing under his breath for being sloppy and going for the attack first so he's gonna 
cast mage armor on himself and be prepared to shoot some stuff next round. Okay. All right. So then next up, Gwen, you currently have this red cap restrained. Uh, she is going to attack him. Okay. Uh, do a reckless attack for the first one. So straight. Jeez. Good job, dice. It's a dirty 20. Nice. See, That'll hit. This is when you behave. You do so well. I just, okay. Um, and then the second attack. Right. Yes. Okay. Would just, would be at disadvantage. As I'm fucked up. Oh, no, that's definitely not. That's a nine. No. Nine is a no-go. But one the hit. first attack. Yeah, the first attack does... Ooh, max damage. Uh, 12 plus four. 16. Ooh, shit. Okay. Sounds good. So she, she's just gonna... She's got him, and then she's gonna, like, pull out, pull him, like retch him towards her, pull her axe away, and then just kind of shove it into his chest. Okay, I dig it. Alright, did you have a bonus action you would like to do? Uh... Uh, I don't think I do. Okie dokie. Alright, so, next up are the two remaining Edder Caps. One is currently, uh, involved in combat with our dear friend Arjan, uh, and is going to get... Hmm? And it's moonbeamed. And is moonbeamed. Uh, so for its wisdom save, is that what it is? I believe, I believe so. Let me double check. Moonbeam. Con save. Okay. So it got an 18 with a con save. It's good, but here comes half damage. Ah, where'd my d10s go? I'm very prepared for this. Um, half of nine is going to be four. Okay. Sounds good. So it is going to then claw out at Arjan with an 11. I don't think that'll hit. That is going to try to bite you. Uh, and gets a nine. So that does not hit either. Uh, then the one next to Corey is going to try and claw and bite her. Uh, so a 14 isn't going to hit. But a modified 20 will on the claw. That's right. And that is going to be for four damage. Okay. All right. Or piercing damage? Yes. Okay. Uh, with the claw, it's actually slashing, but it's reduced all the same. Yes. And then you have your hair. Is heroism up? Heroism is still up. All right, so yeah, you just lost one temporary hit point this turn. Okay. All right, uh, so then next up is going to be this red cap who uh, is no longer turned by you, Corey, uh, and is actually going to bring its scythe up and try and slash out against you, Gwen, uh, as you currently have it grappled, and it does not like any part of that. So, it gets a natural 20 on its first hit. Solid. Solid hit. Four. Holy shit. 
19 points of slashing damage. Okay. Then it's going to make a second attack. Uh, that has advantage because you reckless it. I'm guessing a 12 doesn't, or a 14? 14 is my AC. Okay. <gasps> Your baby girl just has a chain shirt. Nine points of slashing damage. And then it is going to make a third attack against you. Four. 16 will hit. Yes, it will. Then that is for 11 points of slashing damage. As it just lands three solid sinks into your side with this large curved blade. Uh, and the entire time he is just cackling to himself. Uh, and you, uh, Corey, are able to understand uh, this gibbering that this creature is currently uh, unleashing. And it just says, never stop it. It'll never stop. Never, 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 never. Uh, as it continues to keep trying uh, and successfully stabbing against Gwen. So then next up, Corey, it is your turn. You have you a glowing. That. You have a glowing. Oh, sorry. Calum. Yes. Is Calum's turn. I see how it is. Sorry, uh, sorry buddy. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he's going to run up to the editor cap. He guiding bolted and attack it with the staff. Okay. Uh, hey, natural 20. Oh, shit. Here we go, friends. Uh, that is seven points of piercing damage. And he has to make a con save 15. He fails. Got a nine. Does my damage dice double on the poison? All dice double. So is the decree of the floating voice in the sky. That's a lot of fives. Um, Good. 15, 16, wait, no, 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 16, 22, 28 points of poison. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so the snake just bites out, and you see it latch onto the jugular of this Edder Cap, who kind of, like, staggers back a little bit as the venom, or as the poison, no, it would be venom from the snake bite, uh, then courses through the veins of this Edder Cap as it ceases to move. Its body actually just seizes up from the poison, and it collapses down onto the ground. Oh! That's my turn. Corey. The header uh, cap that was right next. Yes. It's was there anything uh within like uh within attacking distance of that particular header cap? Uh the Besides Calum. <laughs> uh, it would be Calum and then it would also be the red cap uh that Gwen currently has uh restrained. Uh, I, I would like to use the reaction. Uh, can Tarlay and take over for a bit? I had no clue you could do that to enemies. Uh, it's any. It's so good. So from oh Arjan's direction, uh, you all hear this kind of like more uh, deep beckoning voice that says, Arise, my minion. I'm not done with you yet. Turns. <laughs> Uh, plus two to hit. Uh, okay, so... Yeah! 
I got an eight. It does not hit. Tarlane, do better. I'm sorry. He doesn't say that. <laughs> he never apologizes. Uh, so... I never find good help these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Corey, now it is your turn. Okay, um, the editor cap in the moonbeam didn't move, so I'm gonna just leave it where it is. Uh, that was the one that was close to Arjan, yeah. That's the one that... It, so is it still alive? Yes, it is. Alright, I'm just gonna leave that moonbeam where it is. We'll deal with that when, when that comes back around. And I am going to... You get another hit point. A tip hit point. Oh yeah, also I should probably be taking acid damage, my friends. It's two probably. points of acid damage, so cancels cool. out with the temps. Alrighty. Okay, um, I'm gonna try and attack the Edder Cap. Okay. In Gwen's grasp. Red Cap in Gwen's um, grasp. Three on the die is not gonna hit, but no. I have a second attack. Yes, you do. Um, how is about a dirty 20? Oh, that'll hit. All right, that's going to be 13 slashing damage. Okay. This red cap looks mighty injured. Stop resisting! And it is very much the Babadook meme. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just shrieking at you as you attack it. Uh, then just be normal? Next up is... Arjan, uh, Damien, and Gwen. Uh, Arjan wipes uh, the nosebleed off from amplifying his blood curse and taking two hit points worth of damage. Which you know is great. Uh, he's still got an Edder cap on him, yes. right? I will. I would very much like to uh, do two more attacks. Now, I would like to uh, Blood Curse of the Marked. Yeah, let's do that. Not amplified, but like, let's let's still let's still mark it. How's the uh, eighteen looking? Eighteen will hit. Roll for damage. Uh, how's three points of slashing and four points of fire look? The first one. That's good. Uh, and for the second attack, uh, twenty-two. Okay, that'll hit too. Five points of slashing, eight points of fire. Holy shit, okay. Yeah, this thing is definitely on its last leg here. Uh, Damien, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to shoot out five magic missiles. Uh, okay, there are two targets left. Four on, actually, three on the red cap, two on the other cap. Okay. About to cap Ooh. these caps. Ooh, that's a 14 on the red cap. Okay. And nine on the other cap. Alrighty. So uh, with this array of force bolts that just, again, in his very regimented, very composed, very practiced heroic stance, uh, you watch Damien extend the rod outward. Uh, and as he does, these uh, motes of force energy just appear above him and then, uh, without error, seek out and actually kill off both the Edder Cap 
and the red cap uh no longer struggling no longer breathing it seems like you guys have actually managed to clear uh this area of anything dangerous and as we fall out of combat that is where we will go into our break for the evening so i would like to say Thank you to everybody who has decided to stop by. Thank you to all of you wonderful viewers who continuously come by. And of course, as always, thank you to these awesome players for putting up with my bullshit, bullshit every week. We are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or go to bit.ly slash adventure merch. Possibly pick yourself up something nice or leave us a comment slash review on your preferred listening watching thing and let us know how we're doing. Uh, all right, guys, we will see you all soon. All right, everybody. Bye -bye. Uh, Steven, quick! Yo, what the fuck? Steven! Steven, I, I've lost my mustache! Steven! <laughs> what is it? I forgot what kind of monsters we just fought. I'm gonna need a recap. <laughs> well, there were editor caps. And. A recap. Man. It was a pun, you son of a bitch. It was a pun. I you see son your pun, and I choose to recap. I do the guys, things that you asked. Guys, just stop. Let's just take a drink. A bit of a nightcap. Oh. Boo. Boo. That's the real. That's the real sore sport right here. That was, a, that was a really good pun. You could put a feather in your cap for that one. So you guys I'm have just capping all of y'all. <laughs> not Twitch. No, sorry. It's I'm continuing the pun. The DM might put a cap in our ass. No. No. And Twitch We're, just captured our off. videos. Let's go. Come on, we need to finish this. Let's yes. let's, let's move on. Yes. All right, so you guys have cleared out uh, this mild incursion of red caps and edder caps as the displacer beast and a singular red cap managed to escape the fray. Uh, so, your guys' first round of watches has actually been interrupted, and it's actually fairly late into the evening at this point. Yeah, uh, immediately following the uh, fight, uh, Damien's going to be moving back to the rest of the party, like holding on to all of his multiple gash wounds, kind of <laughs> cursing at himself under his breath, like stupid. Just such rookie moves. You have to protect yourself first and then you can attack them. But terrible job. He's, he's, he's pretty upset with himself. You should use a shield. You see, if it's the best part is if I had been ready, I would have been able to shield and protect myself from more than half of those attacks. No, I mean like the literal spell, shield. It'll yes, that's bolster what I'm your... About. Uh, oh. And he just okay. kind of plumps down, all upset with himself. Gwen is dismembering, like, limbs from all of them, and she's starting to set them up in a circle around the camp. <laughs> as far as she can. Okay. Is anyone poisoned? Is anyone poisoned? I can help that with that too. I think everybody cured their poison. And you would only be poisoned for a minute as well. That's a sucky ass minute. Uh, Gross. Gwen, you were just dismembering the limbs, right? We're doing anything like, with the actual like bodies. Arm, arm, leg, leg, head. And then placing them in a circle around us. Okay. 
Arjan will sacred flame the bodies. Okay. Uh, that new. I just destroyed the biohazard. Oh. What do you mean? I mean, just get rid of the bodies. No, that's that. that yeah. No, Arjan. <laughs> this <laughs> is a fucking message. I just want to go to goddamn sleep without things attacking me. All right. Just leave them. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Gwen, make a perception check as you're going to town cutting up uh, all of these fake creatures. Not bad. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, as you are cutting up these creatures, uh, when you get to the red caps, you once again see that their eyes are just these kind of magenta uh, colored crystals. And as you are cutting up the edder caps, you notice that uh, along the claws uh, and hands that they have, where the little fibers uh, kind of come out that allow them to climb up surfaces, you see that they are just actually interspersed with these tiny magenta crystals as well. The fuck is this shit? Don't, don't mm, directly touch it. Why? What is it? Apparently it's growing on everything in this forest. It might be infectious. A crystal? Oh yeah, like some sort of parasite or virus or disease. Oh, like crystals. Alright, well... No, those kind. Find anything about it in your... I'll try. Um, don't... Caleb walks over to one of the red cap heads and like flips out a dagger and kind of like eases it under the socket and out the gem okay uh yeah and as you do it seems like the it's very gooey it's not at all very nice uh and as you see when the gem pops out that it is a cr small crystal cluster uh but the back of it is still just that fleshy eyeball texture is it's still actually attached to the red cap itself it does not look like can it's I make in a medicine check on this yes you can <laughs> Uh, 16 plus 6 is 22. So looking at this and kind of judging the growth pattern of this crystal, from what you had seen, uh, the red caps had just sort of had these eyes, uh, especially the one that had actually popped out of the dryad that you were encountering. Uh, but it, looking at the growth rate of this crystal, looking at the degeneration of this eye, you are assuming that this is... This red cap was maybe about a week into whatever it was experiencing. Let's not stay in this forest for too long. Um, is it just the eye or also like the nerve ending in the eye that's been crystallized? The nerve ending in the eye you can see just has tiny little crystal shards kind of sticking out of it. Almost like, uh, almost like the little glassy bits in fiberglass. He gets Fios. Um... <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, yeah. So let's not. And he like hucks the eye into the forest and like brushes his hand on his pant leg. 
for one, let's not try and stay here for too long, and let's stop touching things. Okay. It's going to be very difficult. Especially when everything is keep touching the drop on us. I'm almost always touching something. Speaking of which, lay lay on hands on Damien. Five so I had to follow you around all day. How much? Five, five hit points. Yay! Um, Calum is immediately gonna sit down and start trancing. Um, Arjan, Glenn, you guys can sleep the rest of the night. I'll take my watch after my four hours. It's gonna be a rough day tomorrow. Yeah. All right, bitches, I'm going to be in the cart. Wake me up if anything else attacks. Who's second watch right now? No, it's it's still first watch, right? Yeah, it's still the remainder of first watch. Yeah. And as you guys are getting ready uh, to actually sit down and rest, that is when you hear a rustling sound, but the rustling seems to come from the entire wood as a, a wave of warmth actually passes over you and you watch as the forest shifts from this very desolate very uh burnt down wood to being full of life it seems like all of the trees have been kind of swapped over with this more white wood uh orange yellow reddish leaves that are just hanging up above it doesn't seem like the same forest but in the same way it does and you find yourselves once again in autumn What the fuck? <laughs> Gwen, like, you should just see her peek out of the thing. What is happening? It seems the portal's open again, just on time. Are we like, really here? You were expecting this. It's been doing this every night for the past few nights. That's as far as I can tell when the portal actually opens around 11 in the evening and then open until around three. But I can sleep? Yes, as far as I can tell. Cool. Night, bitches. <laughs> hey, would, wouldn't this be really concerning? Like, what if something else comes out? Well, as best as I can tell, it's, the portal itself isn't the entire forest. It, there is just a So it's not right here? No. Okay. Not that I think. I'm still trying to refine exactly. Right. And Arjan will go to sleep. Okay. All right. So Arjan, Gwen, and Calum, you guys are all resting slash meditating, leaving Corey and... Uh, our dear friend Damien, once again on watch together. Cybra is also asleep. She's totally been here the entire time. <laughs> Slept through the entire thing, the poor girl. <laughs> she was so tired. Just real tuckered out. Real tuckered out. Uh, Coriander's. Uh, is it raining still? It is, but 
light enough that you can just kind of put your tent above you in the same way that you had before. It doesn't seem like it's actually uh, penetrated yes. through the canopy to the dried out square that Arjan had given you earlier. Okay. Um, Coriander's going to find a nice spot under a tree and just kind of enjoy the smell of autumn while she gets the chance. Okay. All right, and then Calum, you are doing research on <clears throat> crystal. I'm doing research on the crystal, and looking into either interplanetary dimensional sicknesses, like moving from one plane to the other, if that affects the body in any way. If there's like a certain yeah, sure. Um, make a history check. History is a eight, 18. Okay. So as far as planar sickness, you don't find any examples of such a thing really existing. You're, the closest thing that you can see to that is if you go to the far realms, if you go to the infinite layers of the abyss and exist there for extended periods of time that the land itself can actually change the demeanor of a person. Uh, same is true with many of the negative aligned planes. It seems like just existing there is enough to cause a to cause a strain on a person's character. Uh, but as far as a initial sickness, uh, like a jumping point, you don't really seem to find any of that. Um, and as you are looking for, uh, the information about the crystal, um, you are, you're, you're going through the halls of the library and you can see that again, the majority of these books have been removed and even asking your, uh, unseen servants to kind of help you find these books. Uh, or any books relating to it. You get a lot of books on basic gems, uh, a lot of books on uh, more complex gem structures, but none of the things that you see actually describe what it is that you are looking for. And that is, as you are kind of closing the book, hand in your head, just very confused as to why this is happening, what could possibly be the reason you hear an echo through the halls of the library and it almost sounds like a hissing sound but it's more broken up it seems like it's actually laughter that seems to be coming through the halls and you just hear Kim turns his head down that direction if there's a direction point you feel like you are getting a good direction of it and as you turn your head you just hear it again <laughs> and at this the unseen servants are kind of looking around they seem very confused as well and there are, in the library, there are large windows that are a place that you can kind of look out into the infinite royal. 
and as you are looking at it, you actually see that there is a dark shadow that seems to come from the bottom corner of that window and just come right up over it. And it seems like this long shadow is actually taking up the majority of this uh, of this window as it seems to pass by. And at a certain point, the entire window goes black and then spaces again. But this dark line is still very apparent on it. And it's very large. The line itself is probably about 10 feet wide and just seems to take up again the majority of this window and you can kind of just hear this hissing laughter. There's the crack of arcane energy in his hands as he walks over and just goes, "Uh, who's there? Uh, And when you ask who's there, you hear very quietly, in almost what sounds like a child's voice. No one. And then you hear again in a much deeper voice. We were never anyone. And then you hear another voice that seems to be almost coming from this sliding line across the window. And it says, we've always been asleep. Deep, deep asleep. Calum takes a step backwards. <laughs> okay. Um, is the line's just there, right? Looking at it, it looks like a large shape. And as you kind of get closer to it, it seems like it has scales on it. It's these very for how large it is, small scales that sort of seem to cover its entire form as it just moves by the window. Aren't you what curious? Are... Yeah, um, yeah, he just asks, what are you? I want to play. Will you play with us? Kaelin takes a step forward, quizzically. Come outside. Unless you would like to let us in. No. That's a solid no for me. Okay. So, as you go and exit the library, are you making sure to close up oh it's locked it is locked tight okay uh so as you leave and make your way onto this plateau you turn around and you see that there is just this it looks like there are these large binds that are actually placed over the temple as a whole and this is really the first time that you've gotten a chance to see it for what it is usually you just see a door But in front of you instead is this large, large university-sized building that you know houses all of the knowledge in the world, in the plains, if it was filled to capacity. And as you watch, you see these 
large forms just sort of snake their way around it. And you see a, again, this black shadow rising up from behind the uh, library as a whole. You asked who we were. We have been sleeping for so long. But now, now we are awake. And at that, you see this black, again, this black line, these two dark wings unfurl across its sides. And with a bolt of lightning that streaks across the royal, uh, the royal in the heavens above you, you see a snake black as night with two of these dark magenta colored eyes looking down at you dark wings filling the filling your vision above it and as it looks down at you it says now now we can play and you begin to hear the groaning and cracking of the library as it's uh as it begins to constrict against it Oh boy, have I, have I been considered taking my long rest? Uh, you are in your dream, so yes. Uh, you hear Caleb scream no, and he's going to overcharge a guiding vault into it. So as the magic forms in your hands you look up to where the electricity should be and you just see that your hand is actually full of small snakes that just begin to fall from your hand. And as you look from your hand back to where the library is, you are met with this large form in front of you that again fills your entire vision, but it is the front head of a snake. And it looks at you and its tongue flickers for just a moment before its mouth extends upward and it reaches out towards you, enveloping you in darkness. And that is where you wake up from your meditation. Kalem wakes up screaming. Andor, what the fuck? Gwen bolts up, axe in hand. The fuck is happening now? falls out of the cart as she's like putting her pants on. He's gonna check himself. Okay. <laughs> any like wounds, any like You see that along your left collarbone that your skin has actually begun to raise and feels like there is actually a kind of almost piercing tension as you press against it. And as you look down it begins to actually seep out of your skin, these deep magenta crystals. Kayla, what the fuck? Definitely. What hit? What hit you? I think I'm infected. You're what? Heal yourself! I'll try casting Lesser Restoration on myself. Okay. Yeah, with a cast of uh, Lesser Restoration, you watch as those crystals that have kind of been jutting out of your collarbone just recede into your skin and the wound heals. Oh, jeez. But that doesn't confirm I'm cured. She hugs him. 
Nope, 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 no. Do not. Do not. What? Do not. What? I might be patient zero in this case. I don't want to infect every anyone else. Who else touched the crystals? Yo. <laughs> everyone <laughs> did. Everyone. Literally everyone, Caleb. For fuck's sake. <laughs> you're fine, dude. You're you're good now, right? Corey? No. Uh, so I went to go do some research. Uh-huh. Corey, do you remember the library? Of course. Yes. So while I was there, I heard some laughter. It's never a good sign. And it asked me to step outside the library. So you didn't step out of the library, right? Yes, you stayed inside the library, right? I stepped outside. Oh, Caleb. But, but, hey, listen, hey, there's a giant serpent enveloping the library of Saloon now, and it has magenta-colored eyes. And I think it can hurt me in my sleep? Does does this sound familiar? Uh, Anybody who is trained in religion can make a religion check. Or a history check. Oh, yay, I am. I am trained! Wow! Uh, 25. 15. 18. Wow. So, Calum, you have heard whispers. Nothing more, really, about this creature. But, Damien, you, in your research on the gods and why the elven pantheon is obviously the best pantheon, uh, of course. you came across uh, you came across a list of other deities, deities that were forgotten, ne- ne- uh, not necessarily on purpose, but more forgotten for a reason. And one of those deities that uh, you came across, the way that Calum is describing this sounds to you like Dendar the Night Serpent. I was really afraid of that. <laughs> um, I thought he was just a myth. But that does sound like Dendar the Night Serpent. Great. Who is Dendar the Night Serpent? What, what all do I know about Dendar the Night Serpent? So you would know that Dendar was one of the original deities of the realms, uh, but is a creature of fear and chaos, uh, to which the point that the other deities had to lure Dendar into an everlasting sleep, and they believe that should Dendar ever wake up, that he would consume all in his infinite hunger, having slept for so many years. Essentially. Uh, yes, that, impart that, that knowledge. Knights in the courtyard. Why me? Did... And how did you wake it up? I don't know. I was in the library researching. Couldn't find anything typical well not typical 
strangely. What makes, you think it, what makes you think it's Caleb's fault? Well, it happened in his trance. Like I said, I don't think there's anything that's purely a coincidence. Hey, this isn't this isn't Caleb's fault. Sorry, did you wake up in Dawn of the Night, Serpent? Frogs. It. I don't know. Sorry, this this was pointed at. Uh, what's your character's name? Damien? I'm sorry, Damien. Damien. This pointed at Damien. He. Why would how? Clearly, this has something to do with these crystals. They were here before we got here. This isn't anyone's fault. And honestly, whoever this Dendar guy is, I think that he's relishing in the fact that we're starting to point fingers at each other. Coriander's right. We have to figure out something about this, though. Is it something that we can just, like, fucking kill? Well, for my knowledge, at least three people can get in. But I don't think three people Unless can handle Unless we have more information about this, though, I feel like that'd be pretty unwise. It's constricting the library. It wants in. Can, can it get like... in? No. Not that I know of, anyway. I locked it up before I saw it. I mean, if it's a giant serpent, how, I mean, is a door really going to do much? It's a goddess's library. Yeah, the where building... is she, by the way? The building is holy to saloon. She will protect it. For the most part, I hope. Um, you know, I never quite asked her that. Her a bit, but like never. Hey, what you doing? Mostly like, what should we do? Coming up on this quest. I, I think it's time, dude. The main problem being there's a giant serpent outside of the library now. Can't you like talk to her here? Like that's what praying is, right? I mean. She might respond. She's a little bit more hands-on than other gods, deities. But we'll see. Is that why you didn't want to do the thing at the brothel? What? What? Sorry. What? Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Move on. Contact no. your god. Now I think maybe the people who is dead in front of my teacher, <laughs> and it can never be unsaid. <laughs> We're gonna have to wait until the night after next during the full moon. That's the best time. Do we have that long? Full moon. That's when your shield. Yeah. That has something to do with the saloon? 
you know, I don't really know. You promised me that on the night of the full moon, you'd let me talk to the spirit in your shield. Yes, I remember that. So you'll talk to the spirit, you'll talk to your god. I mean, it really correlates if the spirit and my god are the same thing, but fine, you know. <laughs> or you'll try to talk to your god. I turn to Damien. We're a weird bunch. I'm starting to pick that up, yes. Just makes us the best people for handling this situation. I know several academics who would disagree, but... Yes, well, they're not here, are they? (laughs) Exactly. I don't... I don't like this at all. And as you say that, uh, heavy mist actually begins to roll in uh, across the ground uh, that you guys have currently found yourself standing on. And the forest, which was very loud uh, in terms of having a screaming Calum in it, uh, the winds that kind of would routinely sweep through it, and just the general existence of this wood seems to have seems to be full of life and full of vibrance it all seems to steadily mute as you guys are talking amongst yourselves until eventually all that you can hear is each other and a clopping sound just that was weird right that's very concerning. And it sounds like it is getting closer. I have closer, a bad feeling about this. Closer to your camp. I draw my sword, put myself between the sound and the party, and divine sense. You were getting a strong sense of Fey coming from off in the direction that you were currently looking. Familiar Fey? Not to you. There is also a uh, there is also a stank of undeath about it. Mm. Let's hope it's nothing to lose our heads over. <laughs> Ho there, traveler! I'm the lower Caitlin of the fallen leaves. Make yourself known. Okay. I hey guys, light should, my sword. <laughs> we should pack up the cart just in case. When starts hitching the horse. And as you do, uh, you were hitching the horse. Corey, you have yelled for this figure, uh, for the sound of the clopping anyways, to introduce itself. And you hear kind of now all around you almost this voice saying, Kalen of the Fallen Leaves isn't a real position. You can't just go around telling people that. And uh, the hoof prints or uh, the sound of the hooves end up getting closer and closer. And you can see off in the distance now, maybe about 90 feet away from where you are, a rider on a large black horse. But the horse itself is wreathed in these deep bluish green flames. Uh, And the figure sitting on top of the horse has large black iron uh, armor 
that it wears. And you see that there is, uh, again, that same kind of bluish flame coming from the neck of this figure as they do not actually have a head on their shoulders. But as you are seeing this creature near, you see that crooked in its arm is a helmet uh, of that same black iron material with a large greatsword across its back. Uh, and it says, um, My name is Talon. I'm the leader of the free folk here. And mm-hmm. as the... Uh, as the horse gets near, he dismounts uh, and now is standing looking at the lot of you. If you're trying to come into my woods sneakily, I would suggest not throwing lightning bolts up into the sky. Who says we're sneaking? And that was Loa Kalen. She's going to sheathe her sword, but keep her hand on the hilt. And he looks at you. (laughs) Looks you up and down. On whose authority? The judges three. Hmm. Old bats. <laughs> um, Coriander actually does kind of chuckle a little bit and look over her shoulder at the rest of the party and say, I kind of like him. Arjun's got, the cro- got a very lit crossbow. <laughs> he, this figure you see just kind of positions its arm so that way the helm can look towards you. And it says, Judging by your stance, you look like a, you look like a creature who knows how to use one of those things. However, I would advise highly against doing so. I am not planning on it. Not I'd you. I'd rather, really rather not. I too am not looking for a reason to use this. Please don't give me a reason to. I was not planning on it. What brings you to these woods? Then you hear a sniffing sound and just you and with a finger pointed towards Damien. You smell like home, but not in the right kind of way. What brings all of you here? I think you know what brings me here. Since you've so aptly put, I smell of home. A home you've abandoned. A home that was forsaken. We were left to defend ourselves. By what? By the Kalins? You think they're really, the two of them that are left, are really going to band together and stop Vinru? I don't think so. Not with people like you turning tail. Was this some like deserter or something? Ooh, you really got a word with way with words, Damien. I am not a deserter. I have led my people from imminent destruction to here. To a land that was already cleared out. And what of the red caps? What of the displacer beast, the Fomorian? All fail like. They all you deserve a them. chance at living, don't you think? Of course, everything deserves a chance at living, but not at the expense of anything else. That's why we went to the burnt out wood. 
We didn't go anywhere populated. We didn't go anywhere where we could possibly harm other people. People are getting harmed. Because they come into this wood. So... Yeah, you need to put out like a fucking memo or something, okay, Duder? <laughs> they had the same right just as you do. Probably more of a right. You have no authority to claim this land as your own. And what authority by you, which that you that you dispute me? By the judges three. And just again, like the body kind of turns back and forth in a very discouraging head shake. Does this forest go towards uh, Goliath territory as far as like where we travel? To the north. Uh, you know that the Goliaths never really went into the woods, um, mostly because they didn't really have a need to unless they needed uh, building materials. Okay. Well, we are people of this fucking land and we don't want you here. So like, exactly. Ajahn, you're familiar with this area. I am. Are there any people who still live here? Do we know that for a fact? Do I know that for a fact? For a fact? No. But you do know that the civilization of Crystal Shores uh, is maybe about a five-day ride away from Hololocks? So I, I would have definite suspicion that the uh, infected redcaps would definitely be threatening that possibly if they made it out that far traveler you can call me Corey. what may i call you you may call me the name that i introduced myself with oh shit i taylor. totally missed it taylor was it talon or it was talon talon haha -ha! i didn't miss that talon i won't forget that um Corey will remember this. <laughs> Corey will remember this now. Now. <laughs> um, it seems we can be civil about this. Why don't you join us at the campfire and we speak about this as colleagues? Where is it you are heading? Hollow locks, right? Yeah. And at that, he just sort of looks at the lot of you and extends his hands out to a uh, to a growth of trees that was near where you guys were. And you actually watch as they had been quite condensed before, but they seem to split and bend wide and actually create what looks to be a rather well-traveled path. Neat. Through here, and you are at the locks. Then we can talk. Can we I just would... fucking sleep, please? <laughs> can I insight check this? Yes, you can. Make an insight check. Is that a portal? Can I just trust him sleep, implicitly please? with a twelve? Yeah, he but... seems to be telling the truth. And yes, Damien, this is a portal. It's a portal. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, how dare you? I'm interested. <laughs> <clears throat> Through here. Then we can speak. Whoa. Is this just like magic shit? What are we doing? Corey, Caleb, what the fuck is going on? It looks like a shortcut. Can Is there any way I can tell, I guess, the safety of the portal? From what you know, uh, fey creatures such as uh, Talon have a have a mastery of getting from point A to point B, especially within the, the Feywild. So you are fairly confident that this is a safe portal to travel through. Well, getting there might, will probably be safe. Is this portal taking us to the Feywild or taking us directly to Hollow Locks? To Hollow Locks. To Hollow Locks. Okay, just double checking. Is what he said. Is what he said. I mean, I mean, I mean. I don't know. I think I should roll an insight check as well. Sure. To see. I mean, it would only be responsible for me too as well. <laughs> well, Damien was naturally skeptical, but he got a six. So. Oh, oh well, I got a five on the die, so. Yeah. Can't I trust Faye. Not going to worry about it. Yeah. He All seems right. rather trustworthy for a Faye creature for a fake creature which makes him less trustworthy Ah. sir talon it seems that we have a similar goal in mind i'm going to trust you as you should do a lot of people a lot of good to trust me more often and at that, you see the helmet kind of shifts a little bit to shoot Damien a glance. Corey will dip her head towards him, um, then look back at the party, smile, and she'll step through the portal. And as soon as you cross the threshold uh, to where the trees have bowed open... Uh, and you take a step onto the path, the rest of you see that it's almost like a ripple into water. Arjan follows. Oh god, no! Okay. Water's uh, bad for Corey. Damien's gonna hold back, uh, not out of untrustworthiness, but because this is the best part, is watching the portal in action, so. He's uh, taking notes. Caleb's gonna grab uh, Old Nan's reins and tug her in. Old Bess. Old Bess. Yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, Gwen, I'm assuming you're just on the back of the cart yelling at people, why won't you let me sleep? For the love of God, just let me sleep. <laughs> no. no, she's riding Cybra. Um, but she'll wait for uh, for her new friend. Okay. Come on, dude. All right, sorry. All right. Go through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so all of you then enter through uh, this portal that has been created for you. And as you pass through that surface tension point leading you into the portal, you just feel this wave of warmth kind of wash over you. And you do feel like a little bit of moisture on you, but thankfully it is more of just mystical residue. 
And as you uh, as you all are making your way forward, you actually watch as Talon then enters in behind you. And the path seems to close. The trees seem to then reclose themselves uh, behind him as he continues to follow you. And you are going through this path for maybe two minutes or so uh, until eventually you reach a end point where it looks like uh, you can see from this separation in tree that there is uh, a large waterfall that uh, actually bifurcates two separate areas of town uh, with uh, a bunch of what look to be kind of burnt out houses, abandoned buildings, farms that have kind of just been left to grow. Uh, and you believe this to be the Hollow Locks ruins. Question. Uh, do I... So we're, we're exiting out of this portal into the Hollowlox Ruins area, right? Yes. Um, do I see anything that looks like a waystone? Make a perception check. Tyler's been rolling real badly. That's a 12. You do not. Uh, actually, no, with a 12... Uh, you see that at the top of the waterfall that there is actually a waystone that is currently just on uh, is on a small piece of land uh, that is uh, in the middle of the river. And uh, the rest of you guys would see this as well. But there seems to be a almost pulsing energy that is coming off of the waystone uh that is very orange in its magical hue that seems to kind of pulse out and as you watch it and it hits against trees and and the wave kind of sweeps over brush and other things you watch as that wave actually carries with it the powers of autumn ajan exactly how many waystones are there in the natural plane would I know that? You would not know a solid number. Would I know if... Would I know it to, like, the decimal point? You would know of ones that you have passed by uh, and ones that you have encountered the existence of 12 of them. I've seen, like, 12. That's probably a lot more. Oh my. Did we have a short rest, by the way? I would say that your watch would have counted as a short rest. And then, while I'm on this questioning train, um, obviously I know how the thing that I'm supposed to do works, right? Yeah. Do I think I could do that? Not from your current location. And how far away is it? Uh, at this point, it looks like it's about about a half mile away. Okay. Uh, and it's also at a much higher point of elevation. All right. So don't, mind, don't mind me. So, Talon, tell me what's been happening. What's What's been happening on the Autumn Isles? Have, uh, have you been overseeing evacuations 
I took evacuations into my own charge. Looking out of the evacuate hmm? evacuations. Unauthorized evacuations. Authorized Honestly, or no. It doesn't matter. What really matters is that the lives of the fey creatures are saved or preserved. Exactly. I don't blame him. What was he supposed to do? Defend the Autumn Isles. Where do you live? Where do you hail from, sir? Your He's form may be winter. I... What are, what are the Summer Isles called? Just the Summer Isles? Yeah, just summer the Isles. Summer Isles. Yeah. I'm living in the Summer Isles, yes. It doesn't make me any less aware of everything that's been going on. Do you live in the Autumn Isle, sir? I do not. Then how do you know what we have been going through? The fear that is spread out against the Fey people. And amongst them. How do you know? Unless you would have lived there yourself. Word travels fast. Apparently. Vinru's forces are only a handful of leagues away from reaching our gate. From reaching autumn. What are we supposed to do? Watch as winter consumes us. Or fight and defend your land. You look like a smart lad. Do you think we have a chance? You don't have a... My... Whether or not you have a chance, you have a duty. My duty is to protect the people I oversee. To keep them alive. That is what I am doing. I have a feeling that I'm not going to be able to change your mind on this matter. I feel the same about you. Um. Yes, pale one. S sorry, hi, uh, sir, Talon. So, you said you're the leader of the free people, correct? Yes. Would you happen to have any sort of, like knowledgeable individuals or like medicine people inside of your encampment because there's like there's a certain set of problems that does not concern the winter isles right now and it involves your people of what do you speak i am quite intelligent have you ever seen anything like, and he pulls the deerskin out with the crystals? And without uh, hesitation, you hear, yes. Oh, good. Uh, what is it? <laughs> that I wish I could tell you. Great. Because as it's intelligent as I am. This is a question that has eluded us. But we know that the Fae hear the call. Some of them, anyways. The call? They say it's a laugh without empathy. A hissing sound. 
like a snake. Kalen gives this thousand-yard stare into the camera. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Our people and... tried to free themselves and set up in the woods, but it would appear... It would appear that somewhere in the woods north of here, roughly five miles or so, there's a crystalline field that calls to the Fae. When they go, they don't come back ever the same. They're afraid. They're scared just like any of us. And they say that this crystal makes them feel safer. But, judging by the ring of bodies that you had uh, severed in a circle around your camp, I'm assuming that you met them already. I do not judge you, small one. Good, because I don't give a shit what you think. She really so, doesn't. No. Good news. Well, semi-good news. Arjan, Gwen, you might not get infected by it. Why? Because you're not Faye. Are you Faye, Caleb? I would assume, and then it's like... Well, you had cured it away. I cured it away. From this morning. The Dia from earlier seemed to be infected, so... I don't think it's only calling to Faye. But it was like a weird deer, though. Could have been a Faye deer. I didn't remember to check. Me neither. <laughs> I look at the hide. Is it any different? Is it iridescent? Is it a glowing red stag? Can I divine sense the hide? Is it Andric? Uh, does yeah. that work after they're dead? I don't believe it does. <laughs> well, as uh, if they're undead. Arjan, you could roll the blood hunter thingy. Rolling blood hunter bullshit. Yeah, with survival. I'm slowly exhausting my every resource. If I if I get rid of two more divine senses, that'll be all my long rest resources. This exhausted. does look like a fey deer. It's a fey deer. Amazing. It's a fey deer. It was it was a fey deer. It is just coming back to me. It cool. is a fey deer. So there's. Danger on the item Isles for Faye. There's danger here for Faye. What can we solve first? Can we do anything about these crystals? I am unsure. Yes, no? Brain trust? We are still working on it to find out more about them. If, I mean, if we destroyed the crystals, we could probably make the forest a lot safer for the Faye. Indeed. I'm not sure how... Talon, I hope you understand that this is going to be a temporary situation. I understand that this is an emergency and this is the best option available to us right now. But as the lower Kalen of the Fallen leaves, Not I a real position. Plan... <laughs> what? <laughs> Not a real position. I mean, you don't necessarily have the authority to decide that, but regardless, I plan to fix this. All of you. You will be safe here. 
I'm going to leave you for this evening. Mostly because I'm not sure... Well, talking to you is rather two-sided, isn't it? On one end... And he motions towards Damien. You're telling me that I should go back to the Automile. And on your hand... He motions towards you, Corey. You're saying that this can be a temporary solution. Explain that to the Darklings that came with us. Explain that to the Boggles that have already made new homes here. We are settling down. We're tired of running. So all of you, take your time. Realize that we are more than just monsters and creatures. We have spirits, we have souls. Just like the rest of you. I'll come and talk to you all in the morning. Gather you all. Do I make myself clear? Crystal. Speaking of which, do be careful out there. That was in poor taste, Corey. Corey, what'd you say? Crystal. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you can feel uh, the eyes narrowing uh, underneath this helmet while looking at you. And at that... Uh, Talon then uh, says, you can help yourself to any home that's not already occupied. He just sort of motions his hand up and says, perhaps a good night's sleep will give you all better sense of perspective. And on his nightmare, he just turns and begins to walk away. Slash ride away. Gee, it's almost as if a long night's sleep is what we were seeking after before the refugees tried to attack us. He doesn't seem to turn or respond in any way. Just continues marching off. Uh-huh. Is this what the Feywild is like? Oh... Not all the time, but yes, a little bit. Fucking hate magic so much. All right. You already promised you'd help me. I know. (laughs) I'm not regretting it at all. I'm just saying I hate it. Okay. I can tell you are regretting it. Oh. No, it's just, okay, no, okay, like, I just, for me, things are simple, like, oh, bad, hit it good don't hit it i don't know like i don't like all this talking and walking around and things attacking us randomly that's fine if i could fucking kill it but we're letting things get away because we're tired and i look like this still and i am very upset about it and i just want to go the fuck to sleep coriander's gonna pick up gwen and just hold her i think we're all very tired I think it would be best to uh, take his advice and find a place to sleep for you. 
Good. Is it raining <laughs> here? It is not raining here. <gasps> I like this place. I like this place a lot. Um. Corey, put me down, please. <clears throat> I'll be in the cart. If anything attacks us, you know what? I don't even care. I'm sleeping. Don't wake me up. Well, we don't really need to go anywhere. We can just All right. rest here. So let's let's get a rest, and then we can decide what we're going to do. Yes. We all sleep. Okay. So, uh... Yes, Damien, make a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch. <laughs> That's 19. Okay. Oh, damn. <clears throat> All right, so, uh, Arjan, you are going nighttimes. Gwen, you are also going to sleep. Uh, Calum, you had already done your meditation for the day, so I'm going to need you to make a, uh, make a perception check. Eight. Okay. Corey, make a perception check. Oh, I had started putting away my dice roller. I'm all like, oh, nothing bad's gonna happen now. Um, 14. Okay. So you are getting ready to meditate and you are kind of finally finding yourself in that in that peaceful moment. You see that your friends are all asleep. Uh, Calum seems to be just kind of minding his own business, uh, trying not to think about the giant night serpent that visited him in his library of dreams. And as you are looking at this large waterfall, you realize that it has been maybe 10 minutes since Damien said anything that made you want to punch him in the face. And then you realize it's been a while since he's actually said anything, anything. And as you start looking around, he's no longer in your camp. He seems to have actually snuck away at some point. And you see him making his way up a set of switchbacks leading up towards where the waystone is. I see. How far has he gotten? Uh, at this point, he is, I'll say about a quarter mile in front of you. 300, 400 feet. I'm not going to get there in time. He doesn't seem to be moving very quickly. He seems like he's certainly trying to do a stealthy. I see. I'm going to go after him. Okay. I'm going to get up immediately and just start sprinting. Corey? Make an insight check. Eight. <laughs> you know that you would probably go faster if you were on Old Bess. You have a steed. Yeah, it takes ten minutes to summon. Summon. <laughs> um, and I also don't have any spell slots left. Um, 
yeah, I'll I'll hop onto old Bess and yeah. Okay, she's an old horse. She hasn't really moved a whole lot, but she rolled uh. really well. Uh, so Caleb, you just watch as Corey hops on top of old Bess and he yaws away. Is the cart still attached? No, no we unhook her. Uh, what? What the? F- he gets up. <laughs> Make a perception starts- check. As you begin, just kind of hoofing it after. Uh, the six. Uh, eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So with an eighteen, you see that Damien is currently making his way up to the second level of the city. <laughs> starts chasing after old Bess. Okay. Uh yeah, so uh Damien, you see now that there are uh two of these elves in pursuit. Uh but you have your mission. You know what you must do. Uh and so you just begin hauling ass, running as fast as you can, and you make your way up the switchbacks uh until eventually you reach yourself up at the top. And Corey, when you uh, when you bring Old Bess to the bottom of these switchbacks, she ends up being able to hop over a small barrier rather easily. Uh, this is probably the first time that she has been run this hard in quite some time. Uh, and the two of you just begin trying to chase Damien up these switchbacks, but he already had a pretty good head start of where you are. And by the time that you make it up to the top, there is another flight of stairs that uh, an old best just seems to kind of hunker down. She can't really move more past this point, uh, seeing as how she is still in older nag. Uh, and Calum at this point, because a horse has run quite far in front of you and much faster than you would be able to kind of uh, follow with your legs, you can see up onto the waterfall itself and you see that Damien is currently just walking very, very quickly along the ledge of it over to uh, towards where the waystone is. And Corey, you also uh, managed to get up and you see that Damien is uh, walking very hurriedly over to this waystone. Have I... How close am I to him now? He looks like he is maybe... 60 feet away. And he is also continuing to move. Damien! Damien, stop! Uh, I'm sorry, Coriander. I know what I have to do. All right, I, I keep pursuing him. Okay, so he is direct. You don't need to do anything. And he has he is now right next to this waystone. And Corey, you're maybe about twenty feet away from where he is. Uh, um, yep. Corey, are you? Would would you possibly be uh, hostile towards me right now? Good question. Let's answer that after I've face-stepped to you. Because before you face-step, I want to cast friends on you. Damn. Go for it. You cast friends on yourself. 
and then it gives you advantage. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm casting friends on myself to make uh, give myself advantage uh, on charisma checks against you. Right. Um, is this a charm effect? Oh, is it? I believe so. Is it? <laughs> God damn it. Um, buff social deception. I don't know if it's charm. Because I guess since I, I cast it on myself, I don't know. DM? Uh, I would think that I it's a charm. I have advantage against getting charmed. It doesn't say anything about he becoming charmed. He's not charming just... you. He is charming himself and just coming off as very charming. Uh, yeah. So. I'm not technically trying to hurt you. All sure. Right. So, Calum what you see from uh, from below uh, this waterfall is Damien now right next to this waystone and uh, with one hand casts a spell onto himself and with the other reaches into a pocket uh, along the uh, along his side robe and Corey uh, you are face stepping directly towards Damien Yes. So as you face step over to Damien, uh, were you planning on like reaching out, grabbing him, or just getting right next to him? Um, either. Both. Okay. So you yes. reach out to grab onto Damien in an attempt to grapple him, and as you do, he pulls out a dark metal wrought iron key and with it just extends his arm out and places it against the waystone. And when he does, he turns the key, and with a loud that seems to echo through the woods, you see that the waves of energy that were pulsating off just kind of stop where they are, and then they begin to retract backwards. And as they begin to retract... Corey, you watch as all of the bright orange, reds, yellows, the vibrant colors of the woods just seem to get stripped away from the trees. The bright white bark that they once held turns back to a very dull and barren brown. And it all begins to coalesce above the waystone and with a single beam of light, it strikes down against it with uh and the sound of bells uh very deep very loud just doom, echoes through the woods again this time as the beam of light strikes down onto the waystone calum you watch as the carved lines that had originally looked very intricate along the waystones that you have met along your way begin to glow and you see that chunks of rock on this waystone begin to shudder and then pull themselves apart from this monolith that rests at the top of the waterfall. And with a powerful, powerful wind, you, see, you watch as a gate is actually formed inside the stones that have been turned from this, uh, from this waystone. And that same bright light as Corey's hands are on uh, Damien's body, you watch as the two of them are illuminated in this red, yellow, uh, orangish, vibrant light. And then you see them brighten in color 
and then they are gone. And you watch as those colors get taken through the gate. And then the gate very with a shuddering stop ceases its function and then crumbles into stone where it once stood. As the colors of autumn no longer reign through this forest. And that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I would like to say, first and foremost, thank you to Tyler for joining us on this lovely adventure full of fun and friendship. Thank you to all of these such great friends, everyone. Such great friends. Thank you to all these players for putting up. Not a fucking again. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, uh, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Everybody, I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me at rjsis282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life, and I've started streaming. So come check me out on Wednesdays and Fridays at an indeterminate time because I get home from work and then I just do the thing. Um, hey, you can catch me tomorrow over here, Chris Estrade, run by Danae Keener, as Bartholomew, the ranger human, human ranger, and also on Sundays over on Pro Restarters channel on Phase, the cipher system game that we play. I play G3. The I'm not even going to do his entire title. I got to write it down sometime. Inquisitive Robot. Uh, we've just gotten to some hijinks. We've got a buster suit. <laughs> and that all starts at 8 p.m. EST. Excellent. LB, where can we find you? What do you do? Gwen just wanted to sleep. That's all she wanted. Oh, she's sleeping. Don't worry. How long have I been asleep? 12 minutes. What? (laughs) Wait, and the only thing that can cure her is now gone too. Great. Okay. I'm LB. I'm I'm good. (laughs) Where can we find you? You can find me places. Follow my Twitter. Done. (laughs) All right. And Cyber, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm sad. You can find me at CyberWolf1201. I ship posts and I tweet about whenever I go live on twitch.tv slash CyberWolf1201. It's right here. I forgot to point at it. I play video games bad and talk about lore. I'm going to play Watch Dogs. It's going to be a fun time. I haven't played Watch Dogs before, but I'm real excited about the Legions trailer. I want to play as Helen. Helen's cool. Zappy grandma. Uh, archives of that go to YouTube. It doesn't have a good URL. So if you go to the Twitch, you can find a link to it in the doobly-doo and consider subscribing. So I can tell people to go to youtube.com slash several trouble one because that'd be great. That'd be really great. You could also find a podcast called Let's Talk About It where Kyle with an N and I get drunk, do parkour. And talk about the, the, the games we're in. We're going to probably record a new one of those this weekend that you'll maybe be able to listen to in like a month. Maybe. It'll, it'll be a bit. But for other role-playing stuff, you can find me here today on Mondays. You found it. Good job. You can also find me on Thursdays, but not this Thursday because America. America. Bye-bye. All right. 
All right. And Danae, where can we find you? What do you do? My name is Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D. You can also find me here on Mondays playing Coriander the Eldrin Paladin sometimes and uh, on Tuesdays running Curse of Strahd. Although I will not be here next week, as you might be able to gather from the fact that Coriander just got sucked through a portal, which is fine. And LB, all you need is a long rest. You'll be fine. It just you, you can save on a long rest and you won't be disfigured anymore. Zignakeener.com. All right, and Tyler, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, guys. You can find me at, at Frothy Inferno on Twitter, where I don't ever post anything. Um, but otherwise, you can find me here. And I promise I'm not always trying to screw over the party. I actually like you guys. So, uh, bye. Punch him, Wings. Do it. Punch him. <laughs> Punch Just the slow walk from the fucking mirror was perfect. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am the Indoor Adventurer. If you have made it this far in the in the session, you probably already knew that. But if you didn't, hey, buddy, what's up? It's me, your pal, your friend, uh, the Indoor Adventurer. Here as the showrunner on Twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday now. We're doing Saturday either as like a community stream or if we don't get enough people to do community things, then it shall be a creative day where I will paint or draw and do all sorts of other stuff. But with that, that is going to be our show. So if you would like to come by and possibly check out the after show that we do called Nights in the Courtyard, uh, then consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. Uh, and then that is where we will answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community at large. And I believe that there are some questions that are certainly going to be being asked about this session. So with that, I would like to say once again, Thank you to Tyler for stopping by. Thank you to everybody who stopped by on this show. And thank you to all these players. Because God damn it, we wouldn't have a show without you. Uh, and with that, we will see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.